Tandem Nomads, episode 139. If there's one thing that men tend to do better than women, it is this. I know that I'm going to tackle a bit of a sensitive topic here, but I do think that it's important that we talk about it. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Amel Deregi. I'm a marketing and business coach and your host in the show. So today I want to talk about a topic that's a little bit sensitive, but I think it's really important to talk about it. We live today in a society where we're going through a huge transition, especially regarding women empowerment. Uh, We are in a time where a lot of women are stepping up to be able to defend their rights and be able to have equal chances as men in business and career in any other areas of life and in our society. So today I want to share with you a little extract of an interview I did on a Korean radio station. Approximately a year ago, I was uh, very honored to be invited on the radio station of the city of Busan in Korea. It's called the uh, English Broadcasting Radio Station Busan EFM. And the show was called The Interview. I was a little caught by surprise by my own answer to the question, what can men and women do in order to communicate better in their relationship to be able to support the women's career? Because normally the conversation tends to go around what can men do to offer more opportunities to women around them and what can we change in our society to allow women to be able to have equal opportunities. The conversation here went in a different direction, obviously, with this question. But I did share an answer that I do truly believe in, so I wanted to share it with you here. So I can't wait to hear what you think about my answer, and I'd love to have a discussion about it with you in the comment of this webpage of the show. So you go to tandemnomads.com slash 139, and we can discuss it in the comments section. But here is a small snippet, and I want to thank Daniel Chin, who is the host of the show, for allowing me to have such an interesting conversation together. And I also left a small piece of this interview that's not necessarily related to women empowerment, but I thought all of you who travel the world and live moving from a country to another, if by any chance you might be moving to Korea, you might be interested in the discussion we had about the city of Busan. So I left a little piece uh, of that interview there so that you could also maybe get inspired by that with a little marketing tip as well. So I can't wait to hear what you think about this. All right, listeners, now it's time for the special interview of the day. A treat for our listeners. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Amel Deragui. She is the founder and host of Tandem Nomads, which is a weekly business coaching podcast. So without further ado, let's welcome her to the studio. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Nice to meet you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, of course. The pleasure is all ours. Now, you're a business and marketing coach, as you just said, you know, giving talks on your podcast and all around the world, uh, as well as consultations. Um, What do you particularly focus on during your lectures and talks? I'm curious. So most of it, so what makes um, my positioning very special is that I help 
mostly global nomads like me build a portable business, a business that does not depend on the location, mm-hmm. which is which comes with a lot of tricky parts. Yeah. Um, so that's basically the main reason mm-hmm. that makes me a little bit different than what exists on the market in terms of business and marketing, coaching, consulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other reason I think that, for example, I've been invited to speak about is a lot also about women empowerment and how to support women um, in making, helping them, you know, build the impact they want to make in the world mm-hmm. while also taking care of their own needs and their yes. own safety net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that's really important here in Korea as well. It's something called work-life balance. So you also coach, as you mentioned, business women and having a proper work-life balance. What do you see as the biggest difficulty that women have when it comes to working as well as, you know, taking care of family at home? Yes, that's such a tricky, that's such a difficult question and issue for a lot of women mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Korea is one of the many countries that has that background and historic yes. background of women being important part of the household. Mm-hmm. And they do, and it's not because we don't have a job that we're not working. Mm-hmm. It's not, we don't have a salary. I mean, women don't have a salary most of the time, but they are contributing to the society yes. by taking care of the family. So I don't think we should dismiss that important part of that course. it is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of work-life balance, I think it's very hard to have a work-life balance. It's more about knowing, I always talk about the push and pull method, when to know when you have to push and when you have to pull in order to build the, you know, the kind of life you want for mm-hmm. yourself and for your family, your loved ones, and mm-hmm. the people you want to support through mm-hmm. your, through a business. Yeah, definitely. Encouraging words. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, especially the women listeners, could really take that to heart. Now, when it comes to families and, uh, you know, a working wife or a mother, what do you think is the mindset, or especially when it comes to, you know, maybe if the woman happens to be the only worker or, you know, they're both, both working, mm-hmm. what's the mindset in terms of, communicating with each other and sharing with each other? Yeah, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed uh, working with a lot of women is and noticing also how men, I've been working closely with men, I think the biggest difference that men manage much better than women Mm. is to build their own support system. Mm. And I think we cannot succeed in life and in business if we don't know how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And if you don't we don't build a support system around us, either through family, through investing in the help we need. And sometimes to succeed in business, we mm-hmm. have to spend f- first a lot of money at the beginning to get a nanny, to get the help we need. Yeah. But also involving our partners, our mm-hmm. husbands. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's important to communicate in that way our needs and one other thing that I could encourage women to do is that I know because I'm a woman, we kind of expect men to guess what we want. Mm. <laughs> and I think we need the to learn. Game. <laughs> yes, I think we need to become more straightforward mm. in order to get that support we need to right. really be straightforward. I uh-huh. think men are willing to help a lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. But we just need to tell them what we actually need from them to do. Mm-hmm. Men are I, I think it's great. I mean, from my experience, if you give them just the, the method and you tell them exactly how to do it, they're yes. willing to do it. And mm-hmm. I would say, um, yeah, communication is important, but mm-hmm. also giving the, uh, the manual of yes. how to do it uh-huh. and, and will help much better get faster results in getting mm-hmm. the support we need from our partners. Yes. Uh, as a man myself, uh, we, uh, are simple beings, right? <laughs> and, you know, uh, if, yeah, we're told, and like you just mentioned, if we are given this manual, I'm not saying, you know, t- because we, we can't process that kind of type of, you know, complex information. Uh, I think, like you just said, communicating between men and women, husband and wife, and just really laying on the table and just, you know, letting, you know, your, what you're thinking and your feeling. I think that's 
way better for communication yes. between the two. Um, recently, I uh, heard that you were invited by the Belgium Foreign Affairs Ministry to give a lecture over there. I'm curious. Uh, I'm sure listeners are curious as well. What did you talk about over there and what was the audience's response to your uh, lectures? That's a, yeah, yeah, that's interesting because um, that lecture led to a lot of interesting projects afterwards. Mm-hmm. So the initial lecture was called From Expat Spouse to Global Nomads mm-hmm. and it was all about knowing what it takes to move from being a dependent financially spouse looking for purpose to really building a meaningful business and a source of revenue Mm -hmm. so I was laying out all the steps and the first steps are actually not related to business the first steps are a lot related to the questions you just asked me Mm -hmm. how do you build your your support system Mm. to be able to invest in your own education and growth in order to succeed in life and in business so that was the first lecture since then we have worked and partnered in a lot of interesting projects um, for instance I've been Providing a program called the Business Idea Accelerator Mm -hmm. that's designed to help the spouses build, like, find the right business idea for them Mm -hmm. and also know how to launch it, Mm -hmm. test it Mm -hmm. before. That's another thing that a lot of entrepreneurs don't do is to test a business idea before spending too much money in it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, through that program, we've been helping the diplomatic spouses of the Belgian ministry Mm -hmm. um, on starting in and uh, building their own businesses mm-hmm. it's been great and by the way there were men and women too so it was okay that was really great yeah definitely um especially in places like korea and other asian uh countries you know because of uh the you know how we've come as a society up to for many many years uh, there's always been uh that stigma i guess or just that mindset where you know women are supposed to uh unfortunately women you know they're they, a lot of people think women should you know stay at home take care of the family and whatnot but these days they're all women really trying to be active right not only within you know their house but also outside in society maybe trying to find work uh what can you say what um mindset do you think women should have in terms of maybe some of them uh you know after years of just taking care of the family you know getting out there really trying to work or maybe ones that had a career and they put their career on pause and then really wanted to work again because uh, it could be really difficult right what's like the mindset do you think a lot of women should have when they really want to take that leap yeah. once again so one thing I would say is not think like it's ever too late mm. like I do think that it is okay to pause our careers for a bit and focus on the things we really want to focus on as mm-hmm. long as it is what we want to focus mm-hmm. on instead of what we think the society tells us to do yeah. I think that's the key I don't think there is a right or wrong answer of should I stay at home or not mm-hmm. it's more like what do you want to mm. do and that's the first step is to really know what we want before we start figure out what we wanted what what we should do Mm -hmm. so um i think that's the first key and then once we have made that decision own it and and just think that it's never too late i've seen amazing women starting their business at the age of 50 60 even later Mm -hmm. and i think it's never too late Mm -hmm. and one more thing is also about when we pause it's not because we're not earning money that we can't build up our resume Mm -hmm. so i want to encourage all of Um, You who are listening and if you're volunteering, try to volunteer, for instance, cleverly Mm. by thinking about what you want for the long term and volunteer in areas that are related to what you want to build up Mm -hmm. in the future Mm -hmm. or your key, your key skills. I see a lot of women who are very skilled in finance, for example, and they're volunteered by providing, um, you know, meals or cooking. Mm -hmm. Instead, I would say offer to do, you know, bookkeeping for that, for example, organization so that at least your 
time that you've been giving away for free, you could put it in your resume yeah. and you could put it in your track records. Mm -hmm. So even if we don't get paid, we can build our track records. For sure, for sure. Very encouraging words indeed. Thank you so much. You're uh, moving on, I want to touch a little bit on your, your podcast, Tandem Nomads. And I'm sure, you know, uh, you've been touching a lot of people's lives, especially a lot of women's lives around the world. Have, you know, what's been their response like to your podcast, you know, from all around the country? I'm, set, I'm sure you've gotten, you know, comments and emails and whatnot so i'm curious i'm so i'm 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 still blown away sometimes um by the messages i get and they're so encouraging i do have a lot of solo episodes now where i give more practical tips to build a business mm -hmm. i want to thank for all those who participated to the show also because it's just not me it's the mm -hmm. quality of the guests but uh for me what was amazing was to receive messages of people telling me oh my god I'm not alone. Mm. And finally, I feel like I belong somewhere and, um, and I'm not alone going through this. Mm -hmm. And this is really, this was the messaging. There is a solution. And my big motto is that when we have a challenge, we need to turn it into opportunities. Mm. Every challenge is an opportunity to be more creative and, 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 and turn it into opportunities. So, so that's, um, that's been seeing it seeing people transform what they listened into action mm -hmm. and having people come up with some what it made to them like so many businesses started out of just listening to the show wow and this is this is really makes me really makes my day mm -hmm. yeah. uh, very encouraging indeed and hopefully our listeners are encouraged to really check out your podcast you. as well now i believe you're based in the u.s in new york specifically Correct. but as you mentioned, you spend a lot of time around the world for your work with the talks and whatnot. What had motivated you to take your to, What had motivated you to take your talents globally? Why not just you know kind of stay you know in the U.S.? What What had motivated you to spread your message to people all around the world? I'm curious. I th I'm not sure. I I have the feeling I just didn't have the choice. It, mm. I don't feel like it was a choice. It was a necessity for me oh, okay. to do so, just because I'm in this niche of people like me who don't belong anywhere and mm. belong everywhere at mm, the same time. Mm -hmm. So the reason my niche and my audience has grown across borders is because it is catering to people like me who belong everywhere and nowhere everywhere, mm -hmm. no nowhere at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so Tandem Nomads is not just a podcast nowadays. Is actually an online community of people and we have a Facebook group for instance where uh -huh. people meet and exchange tips and support each other uh, for me it was important to build a community where we don't feel alone anymore mm -hmm. we're so rich we have the chance to live this life mm -hmm. honestly it's, it's a gift but it can get really lonely mm -hmm. so um, I'm glad that this podcast can be a platform for people like me to meet and support each other yeah that definitely once again very encouraging I'm sure Thank you get a lot of support as well they get support from you and each other you mentioned that community right yes. uh now our writer did a little bit of digging uh in on you and did a little bit of sleuthing and uh we found out that this is not your first time here in pusan right uh you came to pusan two years ago and enjoyed it so much that obviously you decided to come back uh what was your favorite aspect of our city when you maybe first arrived and i guess you know favorite part of now right now if maybe that your mind's changed a bit yeah you do such a good job <laughs> I mean, I'm all, all props to our <laughs> producer and our writer. Yeah, they do all the research. You, you are well informed. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was here two years ago and today. And honestly, the one thing that strikes me the most in general about Korean culture is the sense of hospitality. Mm. I'm so, um, it's just very special. And it, I come from Algeria originally. Okay. And I feel like we have that strong uh, value in common. Mm -hmm. And it, it's very special. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. But particularly Busan. I would say the 
first thing that I find really interesting about Busan is this really proactive will to open up to the world. Mm -hmm. And I really, um, I find it fascinating what Busan is doing to attract um, people from around the world to live here. Mm -hmm. And the quality of life seems to be really nice mm -hmm. uh, compared to big cities. So <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a big city with the advantages of a smaller one. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really fascinated by the city, to mm -hmm. be honest with you, mm -hmm. um, with all the things that's been developing right now. Right. Uh, and I have the feeling even more exciting things are coming up. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you touched on that a little bit, too. Busan is really striving to become this global city, opening our, uh, ourselves up to uh, a lot of you know, organizations and companies all around the world. Now, you as a marketing expert, what do you think our, sh our city should really focus on to get to be get on that platform, get on that status as this global city? What do you think we should focus on a bit more? So, you know what? I have the feeling you're doing already a great job. So mm -hmm. I really looked at what the organizations you have that are designed to attract and make people very welcome. Mm -hmm. And um, like, uh, I think you even have a program in Busan to help foreigners feel at home here oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and the fact that there's international schools and things like that so mm -hmm. I think you're, Busan is doing a pretty good job but as a marketer and business expert I would say that the key to um, to succeeding in reaching our goals especially when we reach to an audience mm -hmm. is to listen to it so if mm. if uh, all of you who are working in making the city more attractive I would say if you have the feeling it's not going fast enough or reaching the goal you want to I would say just talk to the people you already managed to attract mm -hmm. and gather them and try to listen in what they have to say, what's missing for them to fully feel comfortable maybe mm -hmm. and really want to invest even more in this uh, region. Mm -hmm. um, for me, listening is the key of any marketing or sales uh, approach or right. effort and we tend to forget that. Right. So. And very, once again, very good advice because we have a lot of uh, people listening who are part of you know the city government and they hold office positions. So, you know, listeners out there something to really you know take to heart uh, thank you so much now as we slowly wrap up our interview with you uh, could you maybe share with us any future plans that you have you know any more talks that you're going to give here you know in korea or you know around the world uh what's going to happen to you in the next couple of months or weeks yeah so just in a couple of weeks i'll be in bangkok speaking okay. at a conference uh, the one of the biggest conferences for global nomads like me that's mm -hmm. called the families in global transition mm -hmm. that i really recommend to check out uh so i'll be speaking there about how to build Build, um, a portable business and turn this business into revenue and mm -hmm. real impact. And uh, I have a lot of programs coming up soon uh, for different stages. Uh, the the business idea accelerator, for instance, which is from no idea to a real idea. The second one, the second program will be called the business launch accelerator, okay. which is I have a business idea, but I don't know where to start. So mm -hmm. that program is all about where you get started to, mm -hmm. to really turn into real business. Mm -hmm. And then there's the third level, which is the business growth accelerator, which is for those who already have a business, but want to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what I'm working on right All now. All right. Sounds really cool indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and as we wrap up our interview, do you have any last words for our listeners out there to citizens of Pusan? Thank you so much for being such a welcoming um place. I feel so good in this Busan. Hopefully I'll keep coming back. And um, my biggest message to all of you who are listening is whenever you have a challenge, ask yourself when you struggle, how can you turn that into an opportunity?
Thank you so much. Once again, listeners, Amel Deraghi, founder and host of the podcast Tandem Nomads. I believe you know they could search on most podcast providers. You know, if they look up your yes. name uh, or your show name, they'll be able to tune in, right? Correct. Tandem Nomads. Tandem yeah. Nomads. Thank you so much uh, for just stepping into our studio and taking the time to speak well, with us. My thank pleasure. You. And that's going to do it for today's program. Once again, a big thank you to all of our listeners that had tuned in. The interview was produced by Chang Yeonjun, written by Pang Mira, and hosted by Daniel Shin. So here you have it. I hope that this interview has triggered some thoughts or ideas for you. But I did want to highlight this big message that I truly believe in. Don't wait for your partner and your friends and your family also. Everybody who is around you who can help you build your support system. Don't wait for them to guess what you need. You need to make sure, first of all, to embrace that fact that if you want to succeed, you need to build your support system. But also, if you want to build that support system, you need to make the ask. And when you make the ask, you need to be very clear about what will technically and tangibly help you in order to be able to get the pressure off your shoulders and have the support you need to be able to make yourself a priority in your journey. So I hope that this message goes through and resonates with you. I would love to hear about your insights. What would be the one thing you think is important for women to be able to succeed in their careers and their businesses? I'm really looking forward to reading your comments in the webpage of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 138. And I look forward to meeting you in the next episode. Stay tuned, as I always say, to turn your challenges into opportunities.